back, everyone, to week 14 of our Peer High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asas, here with sports editor Brian Linder. Brian, talk to me about how you're doing this week. Well, Nebby, I was already fat, and I'm fatter because we had Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I ate a, I ate a lot. And we talked about it last week. I ate too much, Nebby. It's become a theme for me lately. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I had a great Thanksgiving as well. Um, I, I need to cut some laps. Oh, uh, no, you're in good shape, man. Just get you some push-ups and sit-ups in, in between commercials. I, I, I'm, I'm a 3-4 nose tackle right now. I'm coming out on passing downs. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the grave digger Gilbert uh, Gilbert Brown from, from the Green Bay Packers days. Might be a little bit before your time, man. Yeah. You know, I'm up there. Except I'm 5'11". He was like 6'4". It was good, though, Nabby. I ate a lot, man. I had a good time. Man. You get you get to spend some time with some family. Get yeah, I definitely food. did. A lot of my family came down from Philly, man. We enjoyed it. But most importantly, uh, you know, I, I shed light on a lot of things that I'm thankful for. You know, can never forget that I'm alive. I'm blessed. I'm here with Penn Live. And we get to talk sports. We get to talk high school football, baby. You know, that's one of the things that brings me joy. So I see we're about to transition. You just said I'm here, high school football, thankful, you know, transition right here. This could be a point for a sponsor. Hop yeah. in, get on there. We talked about this last week. Hop in our podcast. Right now, we could be dropping your name. Yeah. Instead, you know, and then Nebby and I, can, you know, we can renegotiate our contract, maybe hold out a training camp next year. Yeah. Um, but instead, we're just going to go ahead and transition. You, you did it beautifully right into football, man. And it was a crazy week last week. Everybody got the Thanksgiving on, and then we went out and played football, and some crazy things happened. You know, Bell Vernon lost, which Alequipa has really been rising. Uh, there, you know, we've got a couple players from them we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nick Singleton and Governor Mifflin, man, number one, you know, team in 5A. Mm-hmm. Exeter is playing some ball, you yeah. know, and they go out and get an impressive win. So crazy week, great week. You know, for all of us to be able to step back and still be here after the last year and a half or two years, we've lost so many people and there was a lot, a lot to be thankful for. And then we got to see some exciting, I don't know heads or tails anymore this football season, man. I don't know who's going to win. I suppose be an expert on this. I don't know who's going to win, Nebby. Yeah, Brian, this season has been full of surprises. You know, unfortunately, Harrisburg lost too to a good state college team, you know. The college came back from a 14-3 deficit and, you know, dug it out when it mattered most. So this season has been one that's been very exciting to watch, but also full of thrills, you know. You got a Lane Peter Stroudsburg team who surprised the world by only losing by a touchdown to Kevin, you know. So this season has been definitely a surprise and far from over still. You know, I was really thankful for that. I wasn't sure you were going to show up back to the podcast, man. I figured you might be too broken hard. You might have a little bit with a broken heart. One thing about me, man, I'm not a sore loser, Brian. I can I can tip my hat off and and give credit when it's due. So shout out to State College, man. They definitely got a good win. Look, that Harrisburg team won 12 games with like 35 guys in 6A. Yeah. And they played some really good, really good um, teams. So it was a great season by them. I don't think anybody outside of their locker room saw them winning 12 games, mm-hmm. and there they were. And at State College, I don't think anybody picked State College, especially probably at the midway point, mm-hmm. to be playing for a chance to go to a state title. Matt Lennell and, and, and those guys out there uh, done a heck of a job. So, hey, we got some big games this week. Everybody's planning to go to State, and you and I 
are going to kind of tell people if they wanted, if they don't have an affiliation, if you don't have a favorite team, right, Nevy? Mm-hmm. We'll tell you who to go see. Maybe some guys you want to circle and say, you want to see a good football player here before the season's over. Here's maybe where some guys you might want to know about, right? Yeah, let's break down each class. Let's make Brian, and talk some football. And we're back, folks, with the 14th week of our PA High School Football Podcast. We're going to talk about these teams that are still in the in the race for a title here in Pennsylvania. So let's get going, Brian. Let's let's get into it. Yeah, now you know, like we talked about, we we're going to talk about guys that you know you're down to basically two weeks left of the high school football season, right? right. And uh, the cream when we record this, and uh, the cream rises to the top. So naturally, you still have some really good football players. If you still want to go see some guys who, you know, are either great, just great high school football players or have a chance to be good college players, they're still out there. Still got a few more weeks to go and check them out. We just want to run through that list because there's some, some guys that I'm excited about and some guys who are also wrapping up great careers, Nebby. I agree. And, uh, you know, I, lo- I look at two way to begin with. Okay. You know, we, we, we talked about last week some guys who could be in that running for mm-hmm. your – state player of the year, you know, if Nick Singleton and Governor Mifflin came up short. And I still think Nick Singleton probably has the edge there. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Governor Mifflin went out and came up short, which was a shocker, you know, to Exeter. And uh, when you look at that 2A, two of the guys that we talked about, Nebby, Mm -hmm. were Anthony Stallworth at Farrell Mm -hmm. and um, Gavin Garcia at Columbia, right? And, And those guys are still there. So, you know, I know you've you've read a lot about them in the last couple of weeks, too. I'm pretty excited about those guys, man. And it's a good chance to see two of the better running backs, you know, over the last – they've been two of the better running backs over the last four years of Pennsylvania. Right. And like we previously talked about here on this podcast, Brian, you and I both felt like this is the year of the running back. You've had great running backs in the Mid-Penn Conference, but overall in the state of Pennsylvania, you've had these guys who have just been studs. I'm talking about week in and week out. Um, if you want to start with Farrell, they're 11-0. Coming off a good win against Carn City last week, uh, thirty to twelve, they got Sierra Catholic this week, who's thirteen and one man. So, I believe it's at Slippery Rock University. Like you mentioned, Anthony Stallworth was a dog, right? He had twenty carries, one hundred forty rushing yards, and a touchdown. He also had three scoring conversions in the win. Um, his teammate Omar Stewart had five catches, one hundred sixty receiving yards, and two touchdowns in that win as well. So, it should be a good game against Sierra Catholic this week. We just came off a thirty-five to twelve win against Beaver Falls, but if they stick to their game plan, man. Farrell's just unstoppable. So I'm excited to see this game coming up this week. We also have Southern Columbia, right? And and they got Gavin Garcia. It seems like Southern Columbia has all these Garcia kids every year. And um, he he's put up big numbers, even when his brother Gage was there. His brother Gage is not Lehigh. But his brother Gage uh, originally signed with Michigan um, to wrestle and play football. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, even when Gage was there, Gavin was putting up big numbers. Um, so he's an exciting guy. Southern Columbia has a great program. Um, they'll be playing Northern Lehigh for a chance to go to that two-way state title game. So that's another one I, I would get out and check out, maybe. Yeah, Southern Columbia is a good team to watch all season long. They just came off a big win against Richmond High School last week, you know, plummeting over them 62-20. to 20. Like you mentioned, Gavin Garcia was big in that win. Big 57-yard rush touchdown I saw on uh, on Huddle. And But Gavin has come up big for his team time and time again. And Southern Columbia has potential to have another big win this week if they continue to execute, you know, and close out their game plan. So... Let's go to let's go to three A, man. You know, we're, when we're circling, like who who are some guys we want to go see? That mm-hmm. first game there in three A, Central versus Central Valley. 
Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, those that game features a couple kids that we talked about last year, too. Because mm-hmm. I mean, last week, too, that could be in this player of the year discussion. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hohenstein, the quarterback at Central, mm-hmm. 54 touchdowns, well over 3,000 yards passing. He's a record setter. Central Valley has Landon Alexander. They got a pit commit, too, Nebby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Fitzsimmons, a defensive tackle at Central Valley. Yeah. Um, Matt Merritt's a, gr- a, a good linebacker for them. Brad Fitzsimmons. They got a bunch of guys at Central Valley. I think it's going to be tough for Jeff and, and Central to beat Central Valley, but that's a good game. A lot of good players in that game and uh, playing to go to the state championship. I check it out. I think Central Valley is probably your favorite, maybe, to win the state title again in 3A. But we look at that top half of that bracket. Yeah. You know some of these wild missing guys. We had Javen Williams on here, the big offensive lineman. Yep. You know, he's gonna probably get to pick his school. He's a junior. Aiden Mack, their tight end, is a Richmond commit. And Garetti, Nebby. Newman Garetti is gonna play wild missing. Newman Garetti probably has as many division one college players as anybody left in this tournament. Let's talk about wild missing first, right? Because I, I love yeah. the team a lot. We talk about our man Javen on here a lot. Wild Missing has been one of the top teams in the Burke League all season long, and they're just on a roll. They have a perfect undefeated record of 14 and 0. Like I said, special shout out to our guy who I feel like we talk about often on this podcast, Javen, who's just a humble beast and one of the hardest working offensive linemen I've seen all season long in the state of Pennsylvania. And big kudos to his teammate, you know, tight end wide receiver Aiden Mack, who's just a dog on the field with big play after big play. They had a dominant 35 to 14 win against Grant Prep last week, and they're gearing up to take on a very tough, not to be played with. 12 and one Newman Gretti team. So, you know, we can go into Newman Gretti. It's funny when you talk about Aiden Mack and his big plays, some of his bigger plays, Nebby, mm-hmm. are blocks. Yeah. He's one of the best blocking tight ends in the state. And, and they're going to run at you. It's going to be physical. Mm-hmm. Now, Gretti, they got a big, big team and they got a bunch of D1 guys. Raleigh Collins is a uh, West Virginia commit. You know, he, he can do a lot of things. He's like 6'4, 185. He can cover like a corner. Yeah. Um, but I think he's going to be a linebacker or safety maybe in the next level. But you know what? He can run and catch, too. He's mm-hmm. a weapon for them on offense. Sean Battle mm-hmm. is a guy who I think is Division One. Uh, well, I know is a Division One. He's a big-time prospect in the state. Guaranteed. Defensive back, you know, they're giving him the ball some, too. Um, Jaden Sumter is a kid who ran for 152 yards last week for him. He's a guy to watch. Uh, now, a couple other guys. Corn Robinson. Big interior lineman for them. Got a bunch of Division One offers. He's an underclassman. You, you want to see him. Anthony Johnson. Yeah. Um, they got a linebacker, Anthony Johnson. He's been one of the better linebackers in the state for the past four years. Rutgers commit. And finally, Thomas, Kevin Thomas. Wide receiver, Nevy. He's a track guy. He can run by you. He's 6'3", probably 185, 190. Um, and the thing, you know, I like about him is he can run by you or he can go up and he can get it. He's, he's, a, he's a four-star prospect by right. a lot of people. So that's – this, this final four and three eight is fun. Yeah, like I, I fully expect Central Valley to beat Central, uh-huh. um, and it might even beat them good. But, you know, uh-huh. you've got that Hohenstein coming in, and and uh, you know, Gretty, like I said, may have as many college prospects Nevy yeah. uh, as anybody. So, man, if I could get out and see them both, I certainly would. That, that's yeah. a good one. If you want to see some ball players this weekend, that might be one to circle. Yeah, like we mentioned, Brian, New McGrady is 12-1, and one, right? And they're no pushover. They're a very tough team with a lot of weapons, both offensively and defensively. And they're coming out of a 28 nothing shutout win against Danville last week. So this team is no team to be taken lightly in. Definitely got to do your scouting report and come with your A game when you're playing them. Because like you mentioned, they have a bunch of Division One prospects. 
and a lot of guys who are playing at the next level in college. So shout out to them. Well, uh, let's let's bump it up real quick. Four A, look at that, Jersey Shore. They're a good program. You know, they've been there before. They've been to a state title game before. But I look at Aliquippa, and they got a freshman running back. I believe he's a freshman, maybe a sophomore. But I'm pretty sure he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tequay Hayes. Uh-huh. I'm hoping I'm saying Tequay right. I feel like it's Ty Quay, but yeah, go ahead, Brian. AI, I believe. Uh, Mr. Hayes, if you hear this, I'm, I apologize. Might be Ty Quay putting up some number. And uh, he's really going to be one to watch. You know, he had 133 yards last week. They upset Bell Vernon. Bell Vernon had, you know, Devin Whitlock, who really, I think, is in the top three or four sort of area as far as our player of the year discussion. Um, they got Quentin Martin, who may be one of the top. 2024, I believe, is the class he's in, players in the state. Yeah. And uh, Cole, Cole, Cole Waitman, you know, they had a bunch of good players on that Bell Vernon team, and Quippa went out and beat them. So mm-hmm. that would be a fun game to go see, I think, and to check out this new kid, this Taqua Hayes, mm-hmm. um, would be fun. And then up in the upper top of that bracket, right, we got Bishop Shanahan and Bishop mm-hmm. McDevitt. I know you know, you see McDevitt several times over, and you could tell us all about the guys there, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, McDevitt is just one of those teams who just never fails to, you know, surprise you. Even last week, man, they, they, they had a tough win against a good Lampeter Stroudsburg team. I mean, it was a dogfight, right? They only won 7 nothing, But, you know, Lampeter Stroudsburg is just a team you can't take lightly, right? I mean, they've been they've been given the – You saw yeah. them too. Yeah, yeah, I saw them. And, you know, I saw them in a massive win against uh, Big Spring at uh, Lampeter. You know, Dylan Wakefield, of course – Strong running back for big spring all season long. But shout out to Lampeter, man. They definitely bring it. Um, they they definitely uh, – I don't think they were projected to stay in the game against McDevitt the way that they did. You know, McDevitt had a tough tough one coming up against Bishop Shanahan, you know, who's 11-3. So I'm excited to see how this is going to unravel, and I'm excited to see how Stone Saunders tries to redeem himself this week coming up. You know, he's still a freshman quarterback, still a young guy. But for him to make it this far, I feel like is a big story that people are going to talk about for years to come. So if you want to get out and see some guys, this is a good one to see. You know, it's at Coachville, 7 p.m. Friday. Bishop McDevitt, you want to circle that name, Stone Saunders. I mean, he's, he's a freshman. Uh, you know, he's thrown for, I think, over 3,000 yards now. You know, uh, he's got offers from Michigan. He's got offers from Maryland. Uh, you know, wide receiver Mario Easterly, who's Old Dominion, come in as a defensive back. But he's a playmaker. Camille Foster's been making big plays for them. Uh, they got, you know, a two-headed monster running back with Marquise Williams, who was a Max Press freshman All-American a few years ago and is a highly coveted prospect. And Sincere Bowers, who's a junior, yeah. would probably start for just by any team in the mid-pen you know, outside of Bishop McDevitt. So they got playmakers there. Riley Robel, mm-hmm. you know, down in the middle of their defense. Mm-hmm. As a guy who's about 240 pounds last year, he's 280 now. Mm-hmm. He's a monster. He's a wrestler. So he has that kind of crazy mindset those wrestling dudes do. Yeah. He's getting after it. Ryan Russo at linebacker. A lot of good players on that McDevitt side. Shanahan. Yeah. Don't underestimate them, though. You know, yeah. they got Cooper Jordan, at quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's fast. You want to know that name? You yeah. go to this game uh, and they got some big linemen, you know, uh, like Dylan Jones, who's uh, getting after it all year and good linebacker, Brandon Choice. And I think that's going to be a really good game there Definitely. at the 40 level with some some guys. Like I said, you know, if you're looking at where you want to invest your money for a ticket, Nebby, not yeah. a bad investment there. Yeah, Brian, definitely. Shanahan, like we mentioned, is 11 and three. You know, they're definitely someone that McDevitt shouldn't take lightly. Let's kick it up to 5A, Nebby. Biggest surprise, I think, in a week last week. Exeter Township beat Governor Mifflin, knocked out Nick Singleton. Uh, great win by them. This is an Exeter team that is getting better and better as the season goes, right? 
Yeah. And they're going to play Penn Trafford, you know, for a chance to go to that 5A state title. Seven o'clock at Bald Eagle High School. Nebby, there's some ball players in this game, my man. You, I'll, I'll tell you who my favorite ball player is. I got my money on Eric Nangle any day, man. I got to see Eric. Yeah, you saw him? Yeah. I saw him play against Cedarcliff, man. He put in six touchdowns. I mean, he scored at will. He was just the guy there that just did it all for, for Exeter. And, you know, he made, made it known, like, I'm hungry, man. Feed me the ball. I want a state title. They have been feeding. He's been getting like 30 or 40 carries. Like, I think he touches it every play almost. Yeah. Um, Eric Nangle's the guy who's putting up big numbers for them rushing. They have a Penn State commit. They're tight end Joey Schlaffer or Schlaffer. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Joey, my bad if I pronounced it wrong. But Joey is a Penn State commit. Big Paul kid, 6'6". So, you Nittany Line fans, you know, if you want to get out and see a future guy there, that's somebody to check out. They got a, a Villanova. I believe he's been a Villanova commit, J.R. Strauss yeah. um, at linebacker. Um, tough defense, man. They're going to need it because over on that Penn Trafford side, you know, again, if you're a Penn State fan, you'll see some guys, another Big Ten guy, Cade Yakamali. Uh, Cade is their running back at Penn Trafford. He's a Wisconsin commit, ball player. So this is a fun and exciting game, I think, on that side of the 5A bracket. And, Brian, let me mention this real quick, too. Against a very good Governor Mifflin team, I mean, of course, they're a powerhouse offensively, but defensively they've been a juggernaut all season long. Eric Nangle had 41 carries. Like you mentioned, he's getting 30, 40-plus carries a game. 225 rushing yards and two touchdowns, man. I mean, if you can have a game like that against Governor Mifflin, you deserve to still be playing for a state title. And shout-out to him. Eric Nangle's going to get a season worth of carries over the month of playoffs here. If they go if they go to the state title game, he's going to get like 200 carries through the playoffs. I believe it. So if there's a team that has more college prospects than Newman Gretti down on 4A, <laughs> it's in the top half of this 5A bracket. Emotep mm. is absolutely loaded. And like loaded. if I'm sitting there, I don't have a favorite team, Nebby, and or whatever, playing Friday, and I just want to see some ball players. Yeah, they're going to play uh, Stray Haven at uh, Ridley High School, seven o'clock. This is one man I would pay up because I mean, from seniors like Eni White, who's one of the most coveted defensive ends in the country. Yeah, you got a Penn State commit there with him. Another senior, Keon Wiley, mm-hmm. who has you know is a crazy great pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ramir Ramir Stewart. Is is our top player uh, in his class and the class of 2023? Their safety, mm-hmm. um, Jameer Reyes is an Army commit out there at safety. Uh, Amir Stinnett, I believe, is a Rutgers commit on the line. Jasir Winnington, yeah, he's getting a million offers as a defensive tackle. Kenny Wosley Jr., Trey McLeod, I think, just got a big offer from Ole Miss today. He's a running back. Yeah. Talene Crosswell is a great offensive lineman for him. Down the list, man, Terrence Adams, a wide receiver, had some offers for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they just got a bunch of guys. They had a freshman, uh, for some reason his name's escaping me right now, uh, who got a big offer today. This is a loaded team. And, you know, Khalif Kemp, you know, more names, Will Robinson. They just got guys. So if you want to, you know, if you want to just go see a bunch of guys who you might be seeing at college, maybe even one or two in the pros, you know, that's a good game to go to, Nebby. And Brian, shout out to Penn Tally, you know, our guy who we talked to out of Northeast High School um, on the second episode of our PS Lower Court podcast. But I mean, 
He mentioned that Keon Wiley was his favorite senior coming out of this class of players from the Philadelphia area this year. And I mean, Keon, who, you know, committed to Penn State in the summertime, July uh, 3rd, has just been, you know, a freak all season long. So he's definitely the best kid in the area of Philadelphia coming out of this year's class. And it's for a reason. I mean, he's still playing for a state title. And I really feel like Emotep can win it all. Yeah. I mean, they, they really can. I mean, and I would think at this point they're probably the favorites. Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll see there. Bump it up to 6A real quick, Nebby. Let's keep it rolling, my man. Yeah. Let's go to the bottom half of that bracket. Your Harrisburg Cougars took the oh, L man. Saturday. State College is shocked the world. Yeah. Uh, I think that was even their backup kicker. Oh, Kai, I can't say your last name, Kai. I'm sorry about that. Man, and he, he, he booted some clutch, clutch kicks for them. They knocked off a really good Harrisburg team. Here they are. They're going to play Mount Lebo, Mount Lebanon, and Mansion Park and Altoona. So I look at State College, the guy sticks out to me, Brady Bendick. Uh, you know, we didn't really have a lot on him. I, I'm doing these updated rankings, like I said, um, for 2021. I'm trying to get those out before signing day. Uh, just one final round for those guys. I mean, he's got some size to him. He's like 6'2", 6'3", probably 200 pounds. He was running hard between the tackles against State College. And, you know, Harrisburg, right, Nebby, they're known for their explosive offense and sort of that dog they were before this year and that dark side defense. This year they turned into sort of a physical-type team on offense too. And they got out physical by State College. Um, So if you see some good physical football, I think State College is going to show you that. And then on the other side of that bracket – Mount, Mount Lebanon. I mean, you look at some of the kids they got in Abby, right? They got some kids who've just been very solid and who have put up numbers. I mean, uh, Eli Heidenreich last week, he's a, he's a Navy commit, 165 yards, three touchdowns. There's some other names there too, right? But Joey Daniels, the quarterback, 171 yards. Joey Daniels has been a guy in Abby. That guy, you know, he, he's been just solid for them mm-hmm. across his whole career. Right. Alex Texa is a kid we even mentioned, you know, is low-key maybe even having some sort of player of the year, all-state type. Recognition. He ran for over 100 yards last week. Right. Yeah, I think it's uphill battle for State College there, but yeah. there's some good ball players there if you want to check that game out. Definitely. Um, State College, like you said, uh, that, that game disheartening for me as a Cougars fan last week, but you got to tip your hats off to them. They definitely played their heart out. And to be trailing to Harrisburg was 14-3 at some point, and to come back and kick all three of those field goals and, you know, come up on top at the end of the game, you got to give credit when it's due. Go to the top half of the 6A, uh, Garnett Valley. Yeah, is going to play St. Joseph Prep at Ridley High School. And St. Joseph Prep's been one of the better programs in the country, not just Pennsylvania, probably the last half decade. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if Garnet Valley didn't win this game. They are a tough, physical freaking team and a hitching in your mouth. They got a guy running the ball named Shane Reynolds. He's 6'1", 215. He's a Navy commit. I believe Navy. Navy commit. Um, he's probably going to play linebacker in college, but he's he, he can run it at you. They've been putting up numbers. St. Joe's Prep, they got guys, Nebby, like Josiah Trotter. Yes, that's Jeremiah Trotter's son who played linebacker for the Eagles. Um, his brother, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., is over at Clemson now. Uh, they got Emilio Haggard uh, um, at corner. You know, he's a young guy. He's an All-American type at, uh, you know, corner. Samaj Jones, their quarterbacks, and put up numbers. Blaine Bunch, their running backs, very solid. And they got a young guy named David Washington, their receiver, that I think people are going to want to circle and kind of keep an eye on. He's a big-time, I think, recruit, too, coming through. So another very talented St. Joe's team. Wouldn't shock me, though, this hard-nosed Garner Valley team doesn't find a way to, to get them out of there. And, you know, outside of just being some good players in that 6-8 bracket, I'm just interested to see, you know, how this all goes down and plays out. 
Yeah, I mean, Garner Valley is an undefeated team at 14 and 0, but you still can't discredit St. Joe's Prep, despite they are, they're 10 and 2 with two losses. I mean, they lost to two good teams, you know, Mill and Ellis Al College, both had very great seasons. So St. Joe's Prep is someone we definitely can't afford to sleep on. And I, I'm excited to see this Garner Valley game. I really think it's going to be a toss up. Yeah, so I think it's going to be, you know, we got a fun, you know, fun bracket there. You know, we've ran through a bunch of names here, right? So the whole point of this podcast was, we like to talk about guys. We like to get kids' names out there. There's some kids naturally the cream rise to the top. We're here at the end of the season. Teams are playing. You know, some of these kids are playing their final games, but a lot of guys we mentioned aren't. Yeah. You know, they're going to be playing at college. Some one or two might even be in the pros. So there's a lot of hot tickets out there this weekend. If you want to go check out some good ball players, get out there. Yeah, definitely. And like you mentioned, Brian. Two more weeks left in high school football, baby. Can't wait to see how everything unravels. And definitely a lot of great talent to watch over the next two weeks. So looking forward to see who we crown the state champions in each division coming up. And just like that, bro, just 14 episodes into our podcast. It's like I said, you know, I don't know heads or tails anymore. Mm. You know, I don't know who's going to win it. I would have never told you. Even though they played them tough that first time, State College would be Harrisburg. I wouldn't have told you that Bell Vernon would have lost to Aliquippa. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have told you that Governor Mifflin would have lost to Exeter. Here we are. All of those teams played, you know, great games. I'm just, you know what, at this point, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just excited. You know, we we, we always try to keep this thing evergreen, but we're going to talk about it this week for a moment. I'm excited to sit back, watch these semifinal games, and see how they sort themselves out. And then we're going to get, I think, a pretty – interesting week of state championships and Hershey coming up. Yeah, definitely. It's an exciting time of the year. And I think that's the beauty of it all in high school sports, but especially here in the state of Pennsylvania this year, the underdogs came up big. You know, they showed everyone here in the state of Pennsylvania. They're not backing down without a fight. You know? A lot of teams that were foreseen to go the whole way, unfortunately, came up a bit short, but it's been great competition all season long to watch. So we're gearing up for the semifinals here. And it's the road to to the Hershey Park Stadium for the state finals. And we'll be covering it. Yeah. Tell them where to find it at, maybe. Make sure you subscribe to PennLive.com and, you know, sign up for all of our exclusive content. In the meantime, you can follow Brian at Sports by B. Linder on Twitter. And you can check me out at underscore Nebby underscore. Next week, folks. <laughs>